I don't wanna go to work I just wanna chill and play All day Look him dead in the face and say I wish I could just be still asleep while you work Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Jobs Blow Podcast with Brianna and Josh. The podcast for dreamers with day jobs. We are so glad to be back here in New York City at the Comic Strip Live in the booth for yet another episode. Yes, and remember, while this podcast was born out of our frustrations, like really big frustrations, <laughs> we're here to provide you with some inspiration in your pursuit of your dream job as we pursue ours. 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 We're going to talk about this accent tonight, today, on this podcast. Hi, Josh. <laughs> Hi, Brianna. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. How was your week? Oh, hey, Jack. How you doing? Oh, you know, I'm doing all right. We got to work that in. Let's Wait, are we get... able to keep the AC on now? I don't know. Do you hear ah, it? shit. And no, but is it a big deal? I don't know. I'll shut it off. Does anybody care? If you care, clap your hands. Well, Good. I'm sure right. our guest cares. Yeah. All right, let's this try that again. This will all be edited. Let's try the and start is again. Is taping? Yeah. Okay, because we just jumped into it. Uh, whatever. Who cares? Start again. <laughs> Hi, Brianna. Hi, Josh. Hi, Jack. Hey. There it is. That's how it's going to go How from you now doing? Oh, uh, I'm all right. You know? So, um, our hey, guest. Let's hear your, because you're from Ohio. Let's hear your, your. Jack. Talk. No, your Brooklyn accent. Oh, how you doing? I don't know. <laughs> Want to get some coffee? We'll talk. How was your week? How was your week? It was week? good. And speaking of, um, spent the weekend on Long Island, uh, which moving forward, most beach weekends will, or most weekends will be on the beach in Long Island. Mm-hmm. And speaking of accents. So my daughter, a few years ago, when we were out there, <laughs> Her grandma told her to get something in the basement, which I call a basement, but she said the cellar, and not, and my kid's saying cellar, and Sella. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's a cellar, and it's the basement. That's like my daughter, she goes, oh, we're like, who's your favorite princess? And she's like, Princess Jasmine. I'm like, where did you get this accent from? You're, four, you're five. Jasmine. Jasmine. Anyway, anyway. Uh, that's cool. The cellar. All right. Yeah. You got to work on that tan, though, a little bit better if you're going to be at the beach. Yeah, well, um, I'm very careful because I'm fair skinned. Mm. So I like to spend my time under an umbrella. Mm-hmm. You know, be very careful of too much sun. And mm-hmm. I always burn. Always. Okay. I like. So. I get one good day out at the beach. I get nice and tan. I go from like white to Puerto Rican. I'm great. Wow. You know what I mean? It's what is awesome. What is your heritage? Moroccan, actually. So I have it really? in me. So it's like in there. Oh, okay. Like the, the the cells are just waiting for sun to soak up. Right. And right. Change my skin tone. You know. Uh, <laughs> well, I did the um, ancestry and found out that I have a ton of like Scottish and Irish, which nobody had ever told me. Really? I had been told German. They, big fans of saying we were Native American. I have a less than one percent Native American. <laughs> My sister just did it, and we are fifty percent. I guess. Technically, hers is mine for the most part, unless my it, parents messed around. It is, but around. it does change because my brother that I sh- we share the same yeah. parents, he, we they're different. Like we definitely have diff- well, different. Well, I mean, I think that I'm adopted, so I, I think know. I have to get mine done. But my sister's was like 50 percent Ashkenazi Jewish, so Eastern European, and then like. Italian, a lot, a lot of Italian, but like also like North African and and Middle Eastern, but like a ton of Italian. We weren't, we were surprised about that. And anyway, that's interesting. Well, this is a great segue yeah. because our guest today was born and raised in Italy. Ciao. <laughs> have you done Ancestry or Twenty Three? I have not. I have not. Okay. But I suspect that. Um, so my father's from the south of Italy, from Puglia, and um, he's like you. 
So he tans really skin, easily. Tan, yeah, tan one day, and he's just all like dark and tan. Um, but I'm not. <laughs> my mom. My mom's last name is Garimano, which is similar to a one of the barbarian tribes Ooh. that invaded Italy. See? Many. That, <laughs> you should do it because it's so interesting. My. My husband's family was all, we're German, we're German, we're German. And then when they took it, yeah. there was, the Vikings had come in. And so there ended up being whatever the Vikings. And Viking, he is tall like what, a Viking. Yeah, so. whatever the Vikings bloodline was, uh, Nord- Swede, Nordic, Nordic yeah, or Nordic. whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, that yeah. is can, definitely. Can we say up. what her name is? Oh, I'm so. <laughs> Laura. Laura, you're going to have to say no, it. No, you Laura. say it because you're yeah. going to say it the Better. right way. Okay, so, so the Italian way is Laura Giannatempo. But nobody says it this way. Here, here. let me butcher it. Okay, you Laura Giantempo. <laughs> All right, that, no, that, that's more like Laura, because that's like New right, York. Right, Laura, right. Laura Giantempo. Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call you Laura moving forward. Okay, that's I call it. Laura too. Um, that's like when I moved here from Ohio and I went to Jean-Louis David to get mm-hmm. my haircut. I came back to my office and I go, I went to Jean Louis David and got a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, we could tell. We see how bad the haircut was. Yeah. Very nice. Anyway, welcome, Thank Laura. You. Thank you for having uh, me. Laura is here today for our show called A Job to Whine About. Um she just is in the kind of in the moment launching her very own travel agency. That's right. Via Vi. Yeah. Via Vi. V-I-A-V-A-I. That's right. Via Vi. Via Vi. Um, and she has done a ton of other jobs, kind of like yours truly, um, and gotten herself to a place where she's following her dream of of doing travel and drinking a lot of wine, which yeah. I follow you on social, and you've been doing a ton of that <laughs> since I started following you. So tell us specifically years, yeah. about Via Is it a it's a wine wine travel? Or That's right. Tell us so about that. it's wine travel um, to Italy and to less trodden, sort of off the beaten path places in Italy. So, so you're not going to Rome. We're not going to Rome. We're not going to Tuscany, but we're going to Liguria, which nobody knows where it is when I say Liguria. But if I say Cinque Terre or Portofino, I then, got that. Then last it's like, one. oh, okay, okay, got it. <laughs> so it's that. Uh, and Piedmont is where some amazing Italian wines like Barolo, Barbera. You know, Barbera, Barbaresco, right. they all come from the three Bs. They all come from there. So, um, so they're, you know, People go there. It's just they're not as popular destinations as Tuscany. Let's and say. which one did you grow up? Where did you grow up? Piedmont, Torino. Until what age? Oh, that's kind of a complicated question because um, so I was born there. Then at five, I moved to California because my dad, that's why I don't have an accent. Okay. Because my dad um, was moved there to the Silicon Valley in Cupertino. I'm not going to say when, but... <laughs> oh my God, Cupertino that always comes up with my weather on my phone and I'm like, where is Cupertino? <laughs> it's, yeah, it makes Silicon sense Silicon Valley is where Apple is. Wait, they what, mo- they, he got a job there? He got is a job and my family moved to Cupertino. This was before Apple. So right. I'm not going to date myself, but it was mm-hmm. before Apple, right? And before so, the Apple or Apple computers? Before Apple computers. Okay, I'm just making sure. Sure. Yeah, this Before is when Apple they were still computers. using like a mathematics slide to do like <laughs> yeah. analytics. Steve Jobs yeah. was in his garage when I when I moved. <laughs> anyway, so we were there for like I don't know a few years, three four years, and then in the eight, in 1979, actually. Oh shoot, I said the date. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> well, sorry. Pre, anyway, pre Apple basically gives yeah, it away. Josh I and I, I were alive in uh, 1970. He was, was new. He was new, Newer. but I had been around. I had been around. Yeah, yeah. I'd been around. 
anyway, so I moved back to Italy, and it was kind of a shock because California was really, you know, it's California. It's it was sunny and nice, and you know, the ocean and, and whatever. Valley Girl was hot. Like well, it was yeah, like that. I mean, yeah. yeah. So and then you know, Torino's in the north, and it's a pretty city, but in the winter. It's a little cold, it's foggy, you know, that kind of stuff, which makes for good wine, but, you know... So it was kind of depressing when I went back. And, and then, you know, Video Kill the Radio Star was on, so it's just like... just. <laughs> Everything compounded. First song and video ever played on yes. MTV? Yes, correct. Um, and so, yeah, so then I was there throughout, like, everything, like elementary school, middle school, high school, university. Then I graduated from university in, whatever, in the mid-90s, and... Um, and, you know, California calling. So I went back and I sort of went to Berkeley to do marketing, which was not what I had studied in Italy. I'd studied like literature, you know, those kind of useless, um, you know, majors that give you a lot of culture, but really not anything practical. And um, yeah. And then what happened? Then I went to California to stay like a year or two, go to school and we'll see. And so here I am. Um, I moved, obviously, to New York. In the meantime, I met my husband, who always wanted to live in New York, had the dream Where's of being he a writer. From? Oh, he's from North Carolina and then lived in Maine. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's American. So, okay. Yeah. And um, didn't you go to culinary school, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so in New York, I was trying to figure out what to do. I had worked in... Um, primarily arts in the arts, which is weird, in San Francisco, which, you know, is not exactly famous for the arts. Um, more so when I was there. Now, not at all. But um, I had worked in nonprofit doing PR for um, performing arts. Um, and then when I moved here, it was really hard. It was very competitive to find a job in performing arts, you know, because it's New York. And so I found a job in um, a food-related uh, nonprofit. It was actually promoting sustainable food in like the early 2000s which wow. nobody was talking about it's that. ahead of the curve mm-hmm. ahead of the curve yeah. yeah we did this um video called the matrix which was a spoof of the matrix i don't know if you know it starring Car- keanu reeves who's well having a, uh, who's having a new he's mo- having, a moment yeah, yeah a revival i know um cannot wait not for that, that movie to come out by the way Bill and Ted's Excellent oh. Adventure. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, no, it was a spoof. It was a cartoon. And, you know, like the same premise, like the the factory, that like the farms that they tell us about, that the industry tells us about is all a lie. And really it's factory farms. And there was Mufius the cow and Leo the pig <laughs> and Chickadee, the whatever, the the. the chicken <laughs> and anyway um yeah that was um that was what we did we did other stuff too but uh, that was our claim to fame um but it reached three million views in 2003 which was that that's was before youtube and, that's yeah. pretty anyway. so before so we... i got into culinary okay yeah and mm. wait so that was pre going to school or post no no that's pre so i okay. so you know i got into food and i liked food i always liked eating i really didn't like cooking because that's not like I didn't like it. I, you know, I was, I grew up in the eighties, so it's like, Microwave you know, it. yeah, I'm a working Fast woman. Food. I'm not going to be at home cooking. I'm going to have a career and all that. And so cooking was, was not a focus, but I had to cook because I couldn't really afford to go out every mm-hmm. night. So yeah. So I started, yeah. I, and Did I, you, in culinary school, were you learning about wines? Um, it was mostly food. Yeah, it was mostly food. No, I didn't, I didn't really know much that much about wine back then. But, um, yeah, no, my thing was to, I was going to work in a restaurant, which I did okay. for a while. Yeah. For, we have to go into HR mode. Because oh, we totally missed that. We did. So, oh, first, HR. we need to ask you, what is your job title? 
Uh, currently? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see. That's that's uh, an interesting question. So I am the founder of VFI Travel. That's my All latest right. job title. We like it. Yeah. And is this your dream job? Uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> I think so. Um, it looks good so far. So if it goes well, yeah. Well, does it, it seems to connect some of the dots for you on a personal level. It does. Italy, food, drinking, PR. Mm-hmm. Like a dream us. you didn't know you had. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, I've loved to travel always. Um, since I was young, I would go on, you know, like backpacking trips and, you know, pretty far away from Italy. I went to like Venezuela before the current political situation, um, Cuba, you know, you name it. And then, so I always love to travel and I still, as you know, you know, um, I still do. We went to Egypt just recently. Um, and then wine is, has been a growing passion of mine. So, um, you know, it's something that I am self-taught. I'm not, I didn't go to any school or anything, but it goes with food, right? You can't, you know, if you like sure. wine, you have to have it with But food. that training's yeah. got to come into play yeah, in that. Absolutely. absolutely. When you're planning tours and... Absolutely. Yeah. It's all coming together. You know, the marketing, you have to have marketing skills to market your company. You know, it's an online, right now it's online. I don't have an office. I don't have a storefront or anything. Mm -hmm. So, well, I do most travel places pretty much haven't they given up storefront and are a lot online. It's Um, an interesting theme, just, you know, real quick that everyone seems to talk about on this program that when they get into the meat of whatever business they're starting or working on, it's like they're pulling from every part of their life. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be some kind of marketing experience when they had when they were 17 selling, you Absolutely. know, M&Ms at school to whatever it is, you know, like, you know, love for cooking or wine. They're just pulling from everywhere. You're mm-hmm. like, I'm on this adventure and I'm going to try to start this business and I'm going to literally any kind of yeah. experience that I've ever had, I'm going to pull from it right. and hopefully and it, it's it really jolly. And the thing is that for the tours, like when I was in, uh, so I, I was for a long time in PR, also for agencies. Later, um, you know, we did a lot of press trips mm-hmm. and uh, sommelier trips because some of my clients were wine destinations, like Wines of Germany, for example. And so, you know, people like might wonder, like, well, what did you know about planning trips? Well, I mean, you know, press right. trips, sommelier right. trips. It's mm-hmm. all about logistics and working with partners sure. and stuff. So, I used to do PR. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. That was like a nightmare. Just mm-hmm. all the, every all the detail. Well, we are, to get exactly. I mean, to be good in PR, you need to be a detail. Yes. And logistical ways. Think about the I things mean, that nobody's thinking about. Yeah. yeah. By the Events. way, sidebar, that infuriates me doing like simple planning things with like your family when they're like, oh, just come over. No, no, yeah, no, 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 you don't understand. No, no. Right. The, I need the exit. No, no, I need no. the right yeah. turns. What if there's a trip? What if there's a fair? If there's a fair, you know. You know, exactly. I was just talking to my friend who just went on a trip to um, France, and she, I said, did you plan everything? They were there for two weeks. They went and saw a lot of the soccer matches. And she's like, I planned everything, and then I let, like, a few thing, few yeah. days just try to be spontaneous. And I said, so did, what happened? She's like, nothing. <laughs> like, literally nothing. And, th- I mean, that's kind of where, although I shouldn't say that. My husband's pretty good at sharing, like, planning yeah. travel, but for the most part, I get the flight and book right. the hotel and da, da, wait. Da, da, do you da. know what I'm great at now? What I mean, honestly, I started a, that's kind of half joking, half serious business about it. But planning bachelor parties, I've done like four now, and I so I set up a website called bestfriendforhire.com. Oh, you had mentioned that. Anyway, yes. it's because I just great. see it. I see. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just not. I'm not trying to be funny, but like I see all the yeah. steps that all go into what parts. makes a good well, weekend and, and, like that, and you clearly do that as well with the well, with the and, and those are the guys that will throw money at you. Yeah. Like, th- that's the yeah. perfect target. 
Like, yeah. you don't want to deal with it. Let me deal yeah, with it. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of people don't want to deal with the planning. No. Like, I actually like it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. believe it or not, I, I like looking up, oh, what's the restaurant? What's the cool place? What's, mm-hmm. you know? Logistics, but let's go in the that. right direction. Oh, yeah. You know, exactly. I love that part of it. Yeah. But then when you're in it and you have some pain in the ass, people, <laughs> yes, yes. That's, that's the moment where I'm like, you know, <laughs> I need to take a breath. <laughs> because, like, we did all this work and right. we're really trying to, to, to have a good time here. Right. The, yeah, the, really. The bus is leaving in your in your pajamas. So this Let's is a go. good segue into a job that blew. Ooh, go. Because that that's kind of where Give that us a came job from. that blew. Could be any job, doesn't it? Or a moment. Yeah. Actual job well, moment. you know, I think it was so I was talking earlier about culinary school, right? And after culinary school, I did about a year in a kitchen working the line Ooh. as a line cook. Wow. Hard, so hard. Yeah. And as a woman, too. As a, well, you know, interestingly, the place where I was was not, I didn't experience any of that. My chef was a woman. Oh, well, that's and, good. Okay. Yeah, which was good. And the people there were super respectful. It was a good environment from that standpoint, so I can't complain. But although I had had experiences before where I trailed, which is the culinary lingo for uh, for intern mm-hmm. at different restaurants. But um, this one, it was just so hard. It was only 24, 25 covers. Right. So 25 people could be at the same in the same room at the same time. Um, it was in Chelsea Market. And. But, you know, when all the 25 people sat down together and all the orders ca- came in, I just I don't know. I'm just not made that way. No. I couldn't. I swear, there were a few times where I just wanted to leave. I just was like, I don't think I can make And then, you know, it's like, oh, the steak, medium rare. And I'm like, I have like other 10 dishes. I don't know when the steak is going to be medium rare. Like, I don't know. I I think it's medium rare. Go. But I I also think, so I can be very detail oriented and be good with logistics. But I'm like, I like to do things well, like right. really well. And so I wouldn't, I can't do that. Right. Because that pressure means I'm not going to be able to make everything as perfect as I possibly can. Exactly. Which is why I, in general, don't like to cook. Because I need to feel like I'm going to, whatever I give you is going to be really great. And, so you know. So she, she almost became like one of these like narcissistic Italian chefs. Like, I give you, this is medium well, I give it to you. That's exactly. That's Eat French. it. Eat it. Yeah. If I say it's medium well, this is medium well. Well, it never got returned. So I guess it was. But but it, it's just, it was so hard. And it's also very physical, right? So it's hot. Uh, and like in here right now, y- yeah, worse. Flashbacks. I, I could, and, and you get burned like Ooh. so easily. So how long did um, you do that job? Um, it was like about I don't know eight nine months, something like that. Wow, that's that's a decent amount of time. Yeah, mm. but you I did really, it though. You said you wanted to do it, and you did. I it. did it. Yes, and then I knew that that was not for right. me. So but, that's when I became a food editor. Much easier, much nicer, yes. much more relaxed. Easy. Right. <laughs> and, and free meals. And right. Oh, yeah. Lots yeah, of yeah. nice perks. So yeah. name, because we don't need to go through your entire journey. Give us all the different like job titles of that you've held. Like the, or the remember. different Shoot places. Out. All right. So I started wanting. So my first and f- very first dream was to be a dancer. So I was a semi-professional dancer until, um, I don't know, like uh, early 2000s, until I moved to, to New York, ironically. So that was my first uh, semi-professional. Thing. Semi-professional, Wait. meaning I always did other stuff to really pay the bills because okay. you know it didn't pay a lot. <laughs> and then I was in PR for nonprofits, you know, different job mm-hmm. titles, uh, PR manager, PR whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, then I worked as a line cook, <laughs> and then I went to culinary school, worked as a line cook, and then I, uh, what did I do? Um, oh, oh, a food editor. Duh. 
um, for a monthly magazine. So nice. Like, you know, like so easy. Um, I mean, this was before publishing went in the tank. It was kind of right around that time. Hence my change back to PR and for agencies where, you know, like the money is a little bit better than editorial and all that kind of stuff. And so she and I missed each other at Conan Wolf. That's I met her at a mutual Conan Wolf friend, Teresa, at her baby shower a couple years ago now. Yes. That's right. Yeah. So we we did miss each other. But um, yeah. So where were you right before this venture? Uh, I was a marketing consultant. So I ended my career in agencies um, for a variety of reasons. Again, let's not talk about that. Job, jobs blow up. So jobs have blue number two. I, I will remain silent on that topic because I need a job. Uh, no, I mean, it's just, no, for me, like, uh, I loved certain aspects of working with agency. I really did. And I learned a ton. I mean, so much. Um, marketing marketing for one and just like a ton of stuff so I really I can't say anything too bad about that but you know I just the 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 I'm just a kind of person that um the the, the, the nine to five, going in an office, commuting, like doing some kind of the same things every day, even though you have different clients but after a while kind of look it's all mm-hmm. the same you know and so um that's kind of what um what what you know made me sort of think like eh, this is not for me and you know my husband kept saying you know I think you're an entrepreneur I, you're an entrepreneur you don't like to I, I like working with a team but I always have ideas and you know the boss doesn't think the idea is good I'm like bummed you know that kind of stuff and so and then I went on my own and you know I never could go back now it's so it's so making my own schedule and doing my own things and being sort of more in charge of things. Mm-hmm. I just sort of, I don't know, I, I like it. Well, I make mistakes. And, and it's but. nice, too, if you have a husband who has health insurance because... Yeah, that helps. Yes. Yeah. It's huge. <laughs> it's huge. I no, could do it. Is, it is an interesting, uh, you know, thing to realize about yourself. That, like, that's the kind of way I am when I'm working best. So now where do I find that satisfaction right. as a professional career? Because if you realize that, there's nothing wrong with working in a PR firm no. for your whole life or any office Mm-mm. for your life. If that works for you and there are people that thrive in those totally. environments and they just know the politics and all of it. Brianna and I talk all the time about how totally. we just see through the bullshit sometimes and like it gets us in trouble. But, you know, it's great that you realize that about you, about yourself. And then this, what, this passion bubbled up, this this desire to take yeah, when people did you back have to your country. Moment? Like when did you realize? Well, I started writing. So while I was freelancing, I also wrote uh, articles for Kanye Ash Traveler. Right. And because of, you know, my knowledge of wine and my wine background with the agency and whatever, I um, started to write wine pieces, like wine destination pieces. Like I wrote this piece every year in December, like where, what's the top, what are the hot wine destinations of the next year, right? Of 2019, whatever. And so then I was thinking, oh, I want to work and travel. What am I going to do? I travel company, <laughs> wine travel, like wine right. destinations. It makes sense. Like I write about it. So I have a little bit of um, credibility, you know, there. So. And you yeah. wanted to take people back to your country, Italy? Well, the reason why I want it, yes, I want to take them to Italy. Well, first of all, Italy is one of, still one of the foremost, like, you know, travel destinations, sure. like mm-hmm. always. Um, there's that. And then I know it. And I'm taking them first to the places that I know best. Because right. what I want to do is I want to really, uh, I want for my travelers to really get to know a place and kind of like 
I don't love the expression like, like travel like a local or live like a local because you're not going to do it in one week. I'm sorry. There's just no. no way. But, you know, a little bit really get to know a place and go beyond, a, a step beyond, you know, what everybody else does. How many days on a trip do you need to have that experience? Well, ideally you would need two weeks at least. Okay. But I also know that most Americans take one week vacation. Mm-hmm. And so I made my small group tours, which are just 10 to 12 people, um, very, you know, very high end, very kind of, um, you know, no guide with the umbrella or that kind of stuff or big buses or anything. Um, I made them seven days because um, I figured that would be more doable than, you know, two weeks. So is your price when you price the trip out? Are all their meals covered? or Most do- meals are covered. Um, most wine tastings are covered. And we're tasting wines that are pretty pricey. I mean, you know, like Barolos can go upwards of $100 a bottle easily. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a hotel is covered. Basically, everything that's in the, you know, itinerary except uh, airfare is usually not covered. So, so compare the trip cost-wise and maybe even just like, you know, amenities-wise to some other kind of popular destination trip just for perspective. Is it like a Disney cruise type oh, thing? Oh, no, type, no, you know, it's, no. Price? It's pretty high end, I would say. It's I call it boutique travel okay. because it's not luxury. Like you're not going to the four seasons mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily what I want to do or what I like to do really. I don't care to have the golf course next to, no. you know, it's mm-hmm. not that kind of luxury. Um, it's more looking for the design forward hotel, the boutique hotel that's not part of a chain, but that's still right. very, well, and if you want to immerse luxurious. them in the culture, right. going to four seasons, are there places that are like, quote, like be- our bed and breakfast type thing? Um, not really. It's mm-hmm. more, um, it, it's more like boutique hotels. We look for hotels that are, you know, have a pool, maybe they have a spa. Um, you know, they're, they're definitely high end, mm-hmm. but it's not, um, it's not a part of the chain. So that's, so the idea is to really give this, um, you know, pretty, um, immersive yet sophisticated experience, you know, of, of, a, of, a, of a place, you know. Uh, so that's what I'm trying to convey. It's like a small group, even if it's group tour, because people associate, you know, group tours with the hordes, you know, mm-hmm. and the buses and somebody hurting you around, like, let's go here, let's go. And it's not. And, you know, there's there's planned stuff. There's there's downtime. You can enjoy the spa. You're not just in a beautiful hotel with a spa, and then you can never go right. to the spa like right. when we did the press trips. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you have your first one book. That's friends and family. And yep. when does that? What are this? September, September 16th through the 22nd of September in Piedmont. Okay. Are and you taking reservations for future? Tours yes. The- yes. That's, that was my next question. So what happens after the friends and, and family? Yeah, there are two trips. Well, there are four trips in 2020. So the, the first uh, sort of open to the public uh, trip is in May of 2020 in Piedmont, mm-hmm. followed quickly thereafter by June in Liguria. So the Italian Riviera. Mm-hmm. Where you know Cinque Terre and Portofino are, but many other places as well um, that are just begging and waiting to be discovered. And um, yeah, so May and June, and then there's going to be early fall. So um, you know, end of August, September trips again, same two destinations for now. Because I really, really know those destinations. That's the point. It's like I know them. I'm gonna. It's like it's like I'm your friend who's taking you to Italy to you know, like so you can go to the places where where I would go, where I do go. Um, Like, for example, one of the hotels in Liguria is the hotel where we got married. Mm. So it's not just like I'm picking stuff. uh, And that's going to grow 
your or your level of of expertise on these places is going to grow as you keep going back yes. and finding new places. I scout. Scouting. That's the fun part. I I go to these trips. I I go on these trips that are scouting trips. So the next destination I'm thinking of, I mean, I'm not I don't know that this is going to be, but I'm thinking of Lake Como, mm. which is relatively Just close. Just give George and Amala a call. Yeah, yeah, that could be. That, that'll be easy. That, that I'm sure you, they're are, villa. You can use their place. Yeah. Are you exactly. planning on being the guide, so to speak? I'm the host the for host. the time being. And then depending on, you know, obviously how it goes, I may or may not be able to always be the host. Well, I was going to say, I mean, you have them right I now I have a 10-year-old kid. Out, so, right, you yeah. have them spaced out pretty well. Right. But, I yeah, mean. like speaking, oh, so you have a kid, I didn't know that you had one, but mm-hmm. how does that, I mean, just four trips alone for 2020, and if this is going to grow, do you see yourself maybe even splitting time living back in Italy again? Um, no, not really. I think I'll go back and forth and I'll get a good mile. So I finally can get to that sort of uh, diamond status <laughs> on Delta. But um, no, I think I'll go back and forth. Um, you know, we travel a lot and mm-hmm. I have traveled even without um, my kid and my family. You know, even mm-hmm. with the agency, with work, you just yeah. have to travel for work. Like one of my clients with Malaysian Trade Commission, I had to go to Malaysia for like a, yeah, oh, a week. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, it's sort of like, that's what I'll do. I'll just go back and forth. And he's older now, so it's he's a little more self He's got yeah. his own stuff going on. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, yeah. this is all very uh, familiar to me in that my PR experience, my limited PR experience, I worked in adventure travel. Oh, yeah. So I, this is, again, early 2000s. I was repping like a company called Gorp, which I don't think is around anymore. And they would just, they were booking adventure travel trips, not just like, you know, hotel. And it was like, it was like, you're going hiking or you're going canoeing mm-hmm. in Honduras. Like, you know, and, nice. and they had this huge, like, you know, basically like an Expedia, but for adventure travel. And, and the specificity of it was what was so cool. And that's what I think why this is so interesting to me is that I'm not just going on a trip to Italy. I'm going on a wine trip. By the right. way, wine trip, you've got to be wasted well, at I was, the time, well, but right? I was going to say, but you get you get this like really unique. You're really buying a unique experience. Mm-hmm. You should do it for bachelorette parties because I mean, let's be honest, especially second marriage, right? right, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, only second marriage because then she's got to yeah. book strippers and she needs me. Yeah, but to, the, to help but, out but booking the, thing, the trip. But the thing is, people are getting married a lot older than they used to, mm-hmm. so it doesn't even have to be second marriage. I mean, right. when you're in your 30s, you've pretty much made that move from vodka drinks into you know wine right. but would you would you do a, a wedding let's say somebody was like we're gonna get married in Piedmont like yeah yeah I mean I the, the, the on, agency on does the company whatever does custom trips as well so if you call me and say look I don't want to be part of your um, you know small group tours but I just want to go to Italy and I want to do this isn't that absolutely I'm open to anything you know I'm trying to sort of the tread the line where um, I'm trying not to make it like the booze trips you know sure. like like um, so, and, and, but, but, you know, there's nothing wrong. Obviously we're drinking wine, right. so right. it's not it's classy. Like, it's totally it's classy. classy. Exactly. Is it a culture trip? Are you pitching it that Oh, way? definitely. Definitely. I mean, there's, there's, wine is one of the things, right. but it's not the only thing. I mean, food and wine, first of all, go hand in hand. So we're going to go to great restaurants. I got it. Culturally intoxicated. Oh. <laughs> Nice. All right, all right. Let me write that down. Culturally. (laughs) Wait, why not, just out of curiosity, why not have the word Italy or Italia in the name? Um, She wants to move beyond Italy. Just in case. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Laura. She said it. She said it. I know. I'd like her to answer. That was the, the the impetus was just in case, you know, there are other wine destinations that I want to tap. I go back and forth whether I should have, you know, included Italy because obviously it's a big driver for... 
sure. you know, all these like marketing things like SEO and whatnot. Right. But, but it, <laughs> it does it does evoke Italy, though, the name Via Vai. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I wanted to have an Italian name. So right. um, it's clear that it means like come and go or, you know, so it has kind of a travel motion dynam- dynamicity to it. Right. So. so like if you want to eventually branch out into France, France or... Exactly. And or, I have to apologize, Josh, because she said it off mic. Or, I'm sorry. Or the, the Vikings. <laughs> the Vikings made good wine. Maybe the, uh, yeah. the New Jerseyans <laughs> made good wine. You know, hey, you don't be giving away there. our trade secrets yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know about that. But <laughs> Okay, so here's... Can we, can, we, yes. can we ask you a tough question? Yeah. Because we are your HR, Humor Resources professionals Uh-oh. have this this wonderful venture that you've put together you're taking people to Italy wine tours showing them being getting them culturally intoxicated where do you see yourself in five years uh, well I see myself with Via Vai and having more trips more destinations outside of Italy uh, well Lake Como <laughs> Sicily uh, maybe outside of Italy and um, you know just uh, being able to give up my uh, freelance marketing, uh, and yeah, just doing this, being happy. So back to what Josh had asked, though. So outside of the organized trips, if people do start coming to you for like one-off trips, you—that's something that you'll you'd be. That's what to. I'll do. I do do them only for the time being in the places where I organize right. the small group tours. Again, going back to what I was saying before, I really want to make sure I know the areas that I scout them, that I see the places myself. I go to the wineries, I go to the restaurants. I don't want to just like. It's send very people. region specific. It's region specific. You're not just a travel agent, like call that's me right. For you want to be the expert needs. of those it's areas. It's for a specific niche. Right. It's like for people who probably have already been to Italy because, you know, if you're going to Italy for the first time, you probably do want to go to Rome. You maybe want to go to Venice, you know. know. I think I'd want to stick more away. Away? I I think coming from New York, I don't want to go to another crowded city. Right, Like, if I'm going on vacation, I'd much rather go somewhere that's more quieter. So, tough question, or inspiring question. What do you say to people out there, our listeners? What is the biggest lesson you've learned, you know, via via vice success via vi. success and failure? Uh, well, how do, you, how do you push through in this? How do you make this happen? Yeah, I mean, I know it's kind of like everybody says that, but you really do need to not let like the the setbacks get to you and. Um, not take things like too personally, like, oh my God, the universe is against me. Why is this happening? Like, you know, like pretty much what we wake up thinking every day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's easy to think that it's like that last week, I think it was last week. There were a couple of things that happened one day after another that were just sort of like, seriously, like my tour operator almost dumped me in, uh, you know, in Italy over a, like basically a miscommunication right. via email. And I was trying to get him to talk on the phone. I'm like, can we talk on the phone? Because I'm sure we can solve this. And right. we did, and we solved it. But, you know, it was late for him. He didn't get back to me until the following day. So all that night, I was like, Stress. oh, my God, I don't have a tour operator. Because it's not – I rely on partners there also to, sure. like, do transportation, do a few, like, sure. logistical stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's, he's the guy who just said, okay, well, then we don't need to, like, have a relationship anymore, a partnership anymore. I'm like, bah. <laughs> So, you know, all these things, um, they happen. And um, you, you also – it's a customer-facing business. So – you know, there. I'm sure the majority of my customer or clients or customers, they're going to be like lovely, but there's always going to be one or two that are going to be hard. And, um, you know, so that's kind of goes. So don't let the yeah. setbacks. Yeah. Don't let the you. setbacks just go. I don't have take a question. it personally. Yeah. Don't take it I personally. like that too. Speaking yes. of dreams, though, do you dream in Italian? Okay, good question. I dream in Italian when I'm in Italy. 
So when I go to Italy, I, my brain wow. switches, and I think in Italian. Do you, you only speak Italian when you're in Italy for the Chesto. most part? Yes. yes. Okay. They say that si. it's your first language. What you first language. Um, first language is Italian. Yes. No, but he said that's what you dream in, he said. That... Well, no. No, no, no. When I'm here, I mean, um, I, I think and I, and I dream. I don't dream what that do much. What do you count but... in out loud? Do you find yourself counting in? My mother is French-speaking natively. She counts in French. No, I count in English here, and when I'm in it, so when I go there, you know, my brain just switches to Italian. It's like there's a little switch, English, Italian. That's funny. That's cool. Okay, so we're going to move into our game segment, and this game is called Via the New Jersey Turnpike. All right. So we know that you know Italy. Yeah. But we picked, I tried to pick a state that was, you know, represented Italians well, Mm -hmm. um, had some wine. Well, I don't know if it represents them well. (laughs) Jack piping in because he is a New Jersey native. Um, So I'm going to ask you these questions. Yeah, but Jersey does get like the the Italian, you know, the, 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 the... Connotation there, right? Not, I mean, Brooklyn the does mafia. too. But Brooklyn yeah, gets yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, Brooklyn. Well, no, I mean, Brooklyn. Like the plumber comes to my house and he's like, "Oh, you're uh, you're from Italy," and, and he's like, "So am I," you know. And he's just, yeah, I'm just but like, the Brooklyn yeah, I don't think plumber so. is also using the word "yenta." So I mean, it's just <laughs> That's a good point. Brooklyn yes. is its own culture. If you're yes. from Brooklyn for more than five years, you're just yeah. But Brooklyn. Queens is a, oh, yeah. a whole different. Queens, like, is, it's like Queens a, is just people trying to get into Brooklyn. No, Queens is it's got the <laughs> most cultures than any other. Okay. City in the world right. and the weirdest accent. Yes. Anyway, so if you can't get, if you don't know the answer, Jack can be your. Yeah. Uh, he can be your. Uh, what is it? A uh, friend, phone a friend. Phone he a can friend. be your phone a friend. Okay. All right. First, how many wineries are there in the Garden State? Do I just guess? You can just guess, and you can guess a round number and fifteen. Close. F- close. It's well. What, what I mean. Do you think? I mean. What do you think, Jack? Um. Well, okay, so he said close. Right. You said, you not, said close. not close. Close if she's it's dyslexic. It's close if, if, she, if she's what on blowjob. If she's oh, on the blowjob. And we're also the blowjob podcast. <laughs> um, okay. Which turnpike do you take to go to Via Milag- Milagro Vineyards? The Jersey Turnpike? <laughs> I-78. Oh, I-78. shit. You were supposed to guess. Uh, there's Sorry. no way I would have gotten that. Okay. Uh, where is, what is the town? First of all, that's not even totally right. But what is the it town is. where I the Googled, boss grew up? I Googled yes. it. So he there was, are 51 wi- wineries in Jersey? Yes. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So it, it is. Jersey, some of the things I read was Jersey's becoming the best um, place on the East Coast for yeah, wine. because nobody realized that the Turnpike and the, and, the, and the Garden State Parkway and the beaches are like one part of There's a right. whole rest of the state of Jersey. You are that, very different. That nobody lives in. It's agricultural. It's, it's, yeah. You are super defensive it's on behalf of New Jersey. It's basically Pennsylvania. I'm not sure why the it western well, part of New Jersey isn't some considered of it, Pennsylvania. Some of it, it did mention that it is very close to Pennsylvania yeah. where these uh, these vineyards are. Okay, uh, where is Bruce Springsteen from? Where did he Asbury grow up? Park? Close, but no. That's uh, where he made damn, that album. I, I that even read the, yeah. the biography. but Exit I, 8. Exit 8 on the turnpike. Come on. <laughs> I guess I should have asked that. Right. Yeah. Freehold. Freehold. Down to Freehold. Right. He was that's born right. in that's Long right. Branch. Yeah, but, but he grew he up in Freehold. freehold. Yeah, yes. That's right. That's right. Ugh. You want to do the next one? Jim? Where did you have known Where that? did the Sopranos reside? <laughs> oh, shoot. I just, get him, I just see went can. on the bridge where that was shown on, you know, in the in the opening Woke stuff. Woke up this morning. I'm really bad at this. Do you know? North Caldwell. Whoa! There you go. Oh, oh wait! Everyone did the correct answer sound. Oh! Hey! 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 Whoa! Whoa! Wait! Okay. 
<laughs> Next, name any town on the New Jersey shore. <laughs> Asbury Park. <laughs> Name any location where you can Wait, stop. Now, now I have a more specific question. Uh-oh. Which one does Barb Cohen go to? <laughs> who's Barb Cohen? Oh, we know. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't either. But I, I don't even know who Bar- Jack. Who's no Bob Co- Barb Cohen? Oh, you don't know Bob. You don't know Barb Cohen. Good old Barb. Oh, come on. Barb. Everybody knows Barb. Everybody knows Barbie. Beach Barbie. Barb- Beach Barbie. Barbie. Yeah. All right, you want to do the okay, last wait, one? Okay, wait, last one is this. Which town in New Jersey does my mother live in now? Go. Okay. Um, I don't know. Good um, close. That's, it. That's it. I don't know New Jersey. I don't know Great. New Jersey. Okay, okay. Nice. no, this one's better. Which New Jersey-born <laughs> singer recently launched Hampton Water Wine with his son? Bon Jovi. Yes. See, oh, there he is. I got one. You got, got one. one. And it's supposed to be really good. It's a rosé. I know. I know. I'll have to I taste love that. a rosé. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really wish you would have named it like Living on a Prayer. Yeah. Hampton would have won. Hampton. Did I say that? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. Laura, this has been awesome talking to you. Thank you for coming on Thank and sharing yes. the story well, and this venture. We have to plug the website, right? No, well, we're we going will. to that. Oh, we'll okay, to okay, that. okay. Sorry. This woman is in marketing and PS, obviously. Can you do me a favor? Can you just say your name one more time in Italian? Yes. Io? Laura Giannatempo. Mm. Just can yeah. you, you can too, soundbite that for me, right, Chad? Yeah. It's too bad. We, uh, the whole <laughs> show, we should have just had her talk with that just, yeah, Can we redo this interview, but you answer everything <laughs> yeah. in Italian? Okay, benissimo. Yes. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. Uh, but yeah, plug the website. What is the URL? Okay, so it's viavitravel.com, and that's V-I-A-V-A-I-travel.com. Do you have social media handles? Of course. Well? Instagram, viavitravel. And Twitter? I don't have Twitter. And Be careful on your... Twitter. I have gone down a rabbit yeah. hole on there, and yeah. it is just I'm. It's... And what are your uh, <laughs> what are your personal email and passwords too? What? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> um, what's your? Oh, I'm Josh. Mr. Josh Hyman. M R J O S H H Y M A N. Everywhere at Mr. Josh Hyman. The website, Mr. Josh Hyman. Hey, if you want to hire me to plan your bachelor party, bestfriendforhire.com. I'm telling nice. you, I'm so good at it. And I just honestly, just real quick, I say to all my single guy friends now because I'm like well, maybe married. We could time. totally I was do say. it. Yeah, totally. I, I'm I'm married. I've two I really kids. I, need, two I say to my single friends, I don't care if you actually get married. I just need you to get engaged and have a bachelor, yeah, party. bachelor party. I see two so different targets between to here. Yeah. That's two yeah, different targets. Jack, Jack, what's your social handle? Uh, yeah, well, so we did that before, and I didn't really plug mine. I did, but I did. He was I don't trying really to be it. me and play hard to get. So. Well, I just don't have anything on it. But I will plug uh, my band's Instagram. You have a band? You have, have a band? band. Yeah, 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 yeah. This show is just growing. It's wow. growing. <laughs> yeah. So, What's uh, your band called? The band is called uh, Manta, M-A-N-T-A. And we are at Manta Music on Instagram. Uh, and you can find us on Spot. We just had a new single come out, actually. What? What, what nice. kind of music is this? Uh, you know, it's good music. I know, but style. <laughs> it's like... Um, like psychedelic pop. And what do you play? A little of everything. Okay, but... next week on the Jobs Well podcast, we <laughs> have Manta Music Jack. on. Yeah. We're going to turn our seats around. Sorry, Laura. We're going to talk to Joe. We're now facing the opposite direction. Wow. We're La- really learning. <laughs> hey, we really, when he went through our HR process, we did not ask him enough Who is questions. This guy? He's a superstar. What? Yeah. Jack's uh, probably got a ton of money, and he's yeah. just like, coming in here. This, yeah, he just is... wants to come in here and spend some time with us, just for some make himself feel better about himself. See, don't ju- don't don't take anything personally. No <laughs> exactly. Setbacks. Just keep going. All right. All right. Listen, All right. Jobs Blow Podcast at Jobs Blow Podcast. Subscribe. Subscribe. Review. Love Review. Us, share. Please. Give us a, a rating on any of the sites. We're now on iHeartRadio, right? Yes. We are on there now. And hey, tell your friends. Look, if there's an aspect of the show that you like, let us know. Let them. 
them know. And just please spread the word because that's how, you know, the word gets out there. That's how we grow. Exactly. Thank you. One Bri- oh, at Brianna Haas. Yes. Gotta love it. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you, guys. Thank for you. Me. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs> Sempre pra calar a irmã de Vênia.